1: Welcome to Feel Good Habits and the Emma Gunn Show. Haley Hasselhoff, how are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm so well and so happy to see you. Now you are an actor, a curve model, you're a podcast, you're a creative director. You can you contribute to creative direction for people like Mary Claire UK over here who I know a lot of the UK listeners will know very well. And for that reason because you have so many strings to your bow, I am so intrigued to know what your feel-good habits are.
2: Well, I'm excited to dive in. I mean, I think it's feel-good habits. The one thing that went to my mind was, are we going through like an everyday kind of feel-good? What do I do in my routine? I mean, I went from... My routine has changed, obviously, because I went from 10 flights a month to now working from home, doing everything virtually similar to you. Obviously, I shoot the podcast at home like you shoot the podcast at home. Um, You know, when we first went into lockdown, I was still doing live segments for people like GMA or fashion at home. So it's kind of been this go, go, go travel routine of how to stay sane and to feel connected to myself to now. Mm -hmm. How do you stay sane and connected to yourself? While being inside and also making sure that you do push yourself to go outside, because some days it's really about the everlasting go, go, go of changing while you're in the same space, acting mm-hmm. as if, you know, acting as if there are multiple different universes within your home you know it's very strange but we've all had to become accustomed to it and for myself I think I still change like four times out of the day which is crazy but it's because I've got different things going on or different shows going on or having to shoot something virtually so it's just um it's an interesting one so I'm excited to
1: sort of jump in okay so where are we going to begin what do you think is your first feel-good habit
2: Well, so I start off every day with a 3M. So this is something I talk about a lot. It's mindfulness, movement, and mental engagement. So I'm going to start from the top of my day. I would say the top of the day always starts with some form of movement. So that either being five simple stretches, if I don't really have a lot of time and I just have to rush into the shower or it could be something where I use a bamboo tapper. I don't know if you're familiar with the Hey You method, but mm-hmm. Katie Brindle over lockdown introduced me to bamboo tapping just to get your blood circulating and your flow going. Right. And that to me has changed. My mindset on what movement is and the benefits it gives me, besides just going to workout class or going to the gym, just getting your blood circulating, um, I think is really, really important. So, bamboo tapping, huge, huge, huge fan of it. Um, Especially when even I'm having an anxious or uh, you know moment before I'm doing a podcast or feeling a bit. Like I'm not connected to myself and I'm getting too up here. Uh,
1: Why do you you tap?
2: So all over. So, I mean, I'm tapping my entire body. So it's a bamboo tapper. And it's really is something as simple as she calls it in her hanging method. It's a one minute, you know, wonder to how making you feel better, but it's just all about tapping your body, just trying to get your blood circulating and just getting it all together. But I have to say, I know it sounds silly to think, okay, a bamboo tapper can help, you know, rejuvenate you in the morning, but it does, it does the trick. It helps you wake up. It helps you feel invigorated and ready to go. So, I mean, there's different ways of obviously circulating your blood flow. So for me, it's either bamboo tapping, going on a walk to get coffee before the day starts. If I have the time, if I don't doing five easy stretches over lockdown, you know, power plate was an absolute godsend to me because I started working with the brand and they sent me the move and I got introduced to the whole body vibration and the benefits of that. And it, for me, it just changed my idea of really why I needed to move my body Rather than feeling like I needed to give myself 30 minutes to an hour a day of going to the gym, there's other ways to still feel benefits right when you wake up to really help yourself get started for the day ahead.
1: Mm. Yeah, I I haven't used a power plate in such a long time, actually, but I used to love it. I I love the power. I really love it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Obsessed, obsessed it does it make i mean you cannot help either i mean maybe i'm just very juvenile but it's impossible not to sing belinda carlisle ooh heaven is a place on earth when you're on it right, right. no tell me more tell me more because it makes your voice go it makes it go oh yeah you're faster. like yeah. so yeah it's <laughs> like that it's like how belinda carlisle sings anyway i've taken something quite um healthy into a ridiculous direction so steer me back on track where are we going for habit number two
2: you know, I would say habit number 2 is something as simple as organization.
1: Mm. You know,
2: I'm really really key on being as organized and prepared in my life as I can be. And that has started a very at a very young age. Mm-hmm. You know, I was always the one who had new binders every time we went back to school and, you know, going away from school obviously I graduated high school quite early at 16 and went straight into the industry but going on to set and even when I used to start doing my travel trips for for modeling I would make myself binders of my schedule I would color code it I would you know put everything laminated I'm getting into the detail of it all but for me It just was this clarity thing of being able to put it somewhere, even if I didn't look at it throughout the trip, because I think Mm. that's one of the funny things as well is I've noticed over the years, I'd make them when I started. And then I wouldn't really even glare at them through the trip unless I needed to, because I had a full team of people really telling me as the day was going and I knew what was going to happen. But I think it was just the act of being able to put everything out in one place and seeing it once allowed me to feel secure and grounded in what I was about to go accomplish or achieve. Mm. Um, So I think organization, as silly as it sounds, is, is really so important in all aspects of your life. I mean, even in the work from home life, you know, I'm thinking to myself, I wake up, You know, like I said, I try to get in my body, but I will go upstairs and I like to tidy. And even if the house is always pretty tidy itself, I just like to tidy some area. And I think that's my act of mindfulness of getting the house ready for me then to be able to work from home. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's just a very important tool in whatever way it works for you. So, whether that be tidying the house or whether that be, you know, tightening something on your computer or your to-do list, you know, being able to look at what you're about to achieve and being able to see things a bit clearer allows you to be a a little bit less fearful of the big list you have ahead and also makes you feel like you have the power over what you're about to achieve because you're walking alongside it instead of feeling like it's this daunting task. Mm. That's at least how I have felt over the years. So, um, I mean, I'm meticulous even down to, you know, when I used to travel, my suitcases were unbelievably organized, you know, to a T. And I look at that as something of that is just who I am and how, like what my family knows of me as well. And I get obviously a little bit sometimes mocked about it. because they they're <laughs> like, just calm down. It doesn't have to be like that. I'm like, it doesn't have to be like that for you. But for me, it just it's a feel good habit. Mm -hmm. It allows me to feel like I've got things in place. And because I'm so used to doing or I was so used to doing 10 flights a month, Mm -hmm. having that place of organization when everything else wasn't really stable allowed me to feel like I had control over where we were going next and that I was always prepared to do my best job because I prepped for it with my organization before it if that makes
1: sense totally when I used to do work trips I used to print off the itinerary and put oh yeah put what outfit I would wear for each thing next to the activity and then I would pack it and then it would be that thing of then I don't have to worry about it when I'm on the trip I don't have to think about what I'm wearing because I've already kind of and then, I mean, maybe I might've blue tacked it to the inside of the wardrobe when I got there.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I get you. I mean, if you're going straight into just like travel, I'm the same way. I mean, especially if you're there for a work trip, um, you know, I have multiple outfits in just in case in the backups that you have just just in case. I like, I just went to Mallorca for a work trip and I went with two suitcases for like a six day trip, Mm. but you know, I went with, no, I didn't. Sorry. (laughs) That's funny. I went with three suitcases. Haley, what are you talking about? I went with three suitcases. Everyone thought I was bonkers, but then it's like, when I got there, we used all of it because we had Mm. shoots and we had two, you know, galas and it's just, it, it becomes the thing of, when you're in the industry and you know that you're about to go on a go, go, go trip, you want to make sure that everything else is seamless so that you can feel like you're present in that moment. I mean, that's work wise, but even just, you know, home and life wise, I think it's, there's a sense to clarity to it. You know, it's even teaching my partner in the sense of you know, having a clean home, having an organized home really does relate into making you feel organized within your own self and grounded. Mm -hmm. And so it's about putting that into your daily practice without thinking about it. And over time, it'll become a habit and a positive one that just feels like you're already on that cycle.
1: Totally. Regular listeners will know that one of my things is like being very tidy in my office Yeah. and the end of the day. So we're, we're recording this quite late in the day for me. And so I will, I've got a carpet rake and I will tidy my desk and I will literally rake my footprints out of the carpet and walk out of the office. And then I won't come back in until the tomorrow. (laughs) I love that. I'm obsessed. The thing is, Haley, like when I walk into the office tomorrow, it will feel like someone's been in and cleaned it I did the yeah. work but I'll forget about it because I did it 12 yeah. hours ago that's yeah. what I read that's what I find really appealing about it anyway yeah um yeah regular no, listeners I, I will know I've I get about that right and
2: and if you' you're looking for great organization for any of your listeners muji is the way to go oh, like yeah. if you're looking for travel organization that is the way I mean muji
1: is all up in it for me mm-hmm. at least my bathroom my where all my makeup storage is Muji and it makes such a difference. I felt like such a grown up when I got that. And all of a (laughs) sudden, all my eye pencils were in one little pot and my lip pencils were in another. I just felt... See,
2: I haven't had a stable home in 10 years. I mean, I literally was living just job by job until the pandemic. And so I got my first makeup storage thing, I think like (laughs) three months ago, now that I'm, you know, primarily living in LA and kind of setting up a more of a a home life here. And I have to say my mom for so many years kept buying more and more of them. So I was like, mom, I can't, I'm not going to travel with these. Like, I don't know where to put them, you know, but it does make you feel so much better when everything is sort of laid out and you're good to go.
1: Without a doubt, without a doubt. Okay. So those are two really good ones. Where is our middle habit?
2: Well, I I want to tap into, you know, we've obviously talked about movement. I want to tap into mindfulness. Now this can Mm -hmm. either be broken up into three or we can make them
1: into a couple of our other steps. Let's see. But, what do you feel most comfortable doing? Let's do that.
2: I mean, I, I I I can do either or. To be honest with you, we'll just talk through it. So, mm-hmm. mindfulness. I think the the word mindfulness sometimes can be very daunting for a lot of people, and people could say, "Oh, it's just about being present. It's you know putting your phone down, as simple as that, and just being able to connect with the person that's in front of you." But for me, I think. I look at mindfulness as a way of being able to connect with myself if I start to feel a flare up throughout my day. And as somebody who struggles with high anxiety, not purposely because of a trigger, just in general, there has been techniques in which I've had to find to really walk alongside myself, especially even now. So working from home, I mean, I even just, you know, all of even acting right now is all over zoom. You know, I just tested for a project and it was all over zoom and, you know, it's, it's a whole different world now where you have to find the tools instead of being presently in a room waiting to go and do something that you love. If you start to feel anxious, it's about finding tools that you can do with you right here with no other help. So breath work and sound healing is huge for me. And breath work to me, it's not only just what people forget is we breathe 20,000 times a day, but a lot of the times that we breathe, it's not mindful and it's not with intention. And it's actually a really great way to detoxify, to relax, to be able to give yourself a higher state of consciousness. And I think that's really what it is for me. It's the higher state of consciousness that I gain from doing an exercise with breath work. So I was introduced through lockdown and through my insta live series um, by Stuart Sandyman. who's wonderful. He's a breathwork coach. He's on Radio One. Um, and he sort of taught me this technique of you know breathing in for four, holding for four, and breathing out for four. And it's such a simple technique. But if you have that consistently to know that you can always fall back on that, to take the power back from the anxiousness that you're feeling and to start to reconnect, it's such a beautiful, beautiful tool. And sometimes we think that the tools that we need are so outside ourselves when actually all the tools we need are already here. They're already connected to who you are. You have Have the power over where your emotions go. It's about allowing yourself not to be fearful of where the emotions go. So you can still say, I might still have anxiety after I do the four in, four out, four hold and four out, but it's about knowing that I'm still working towards letting my body know that it's okay. Mm -hmm. It's in a safe space and to not be fearful of what's to come next. Mm -hmm. So breath work is huge. I think it's as simple as just doing one technique. You know, if you have the availability in the morning to listen to a guided breathwork session, wonderful. But I think if as long as you know one or two techniques, you're in a good space. Um, And then another is sound healing. You know, I travel or have traveled with a singing bowl since I could remember having things by my bedside was always really big as I traveled. So I would always travel with a singing bowl. I'd always travel with pillows spray. I'd always travel with an essential oil. And the first thing I would do was unpack and put it next to my bed, no matter what hotel I was staying at, to kind of remind me of the things that make me feel calm and connected. Um, Sound healing, as we all know, it's all about the vibrations and it's allowing you to have a different healing property that's outside yourself to reconnect. Um, for me, sound baths are the way in which I feel like meditation means or connects to me the most. I think meditation without sound healing intertwined sometimes can be really difficult. Sound baths, I just think are very, very powerful and a great thing. I mean, literally as I would say the other day, I was listening to a sound bath while I was doing my breathing techniques really bringing me into a full state of relaxation and connection back to Haley, back to the validation that she needs to know that she's okay to then be able to be present again.
1: Yeah. And it's so nice that there's so much data to show that it has, it has an actual impact on the body, on the sympathetic nervous system to actually create a feeling of calm. So It's one of those things that you can reach for. I mean, even on Spotify, they've got so many sound bath playlists. Mm. It's one of those things that you can just find on your phone. And if you need it and you've got the space, you can just tap into just instant relaxation.
2: Yeah. And I think that's what it is. It's finding little things that make you feel good in a little moment where you have access to them wherever you are. Mm -hmm. You know, we all have smartphones, we all have some sort of device and you've got access to be able to put that on for five minutes or say you're at work and you need to have a five minute wind down, go to the bathroom, put it on, sit there, listen, close your eyes, get in touch with yourself for a second and then walk back out and go, I've got this. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that, the lots going on still with everything that's happening. And now we're all going back into work or going back into set. I mean, it's, it's, it is so crazy. Don't you think that now everything has just all the second, boom, fashion week's happening. It's Mm -hmm. like, whoa, everything is gone from if your life went from go, go, go external to then go, go, go at home to now all of a sudden let's go back to that. Mm. it's a hard shift for us all and there's going to be moments throughout our days or throughout the shift that we're going to have moments of anxiousness which is okay but let's find ways to walk alongside it and to know that we've got tools
1: to always have in case we need them Mm. I think the shift from sensory underload if you will of going into lockdown was perhaps an easier transition for many than the shift into what is now sensory overload of re-entering civilization because. It, it's yeah. After 18 months for a lot of people of not having all that stimulation, like you say, fashion week suddenly happening—it's a lot.
2: How are you feeling with it all? I mean, everything over there, and just getting back on,
1: back out to the world. Well, I don't know if if anyone else feels like this. I don't know if this has been your experience too. I work from home. I live alone, and so I've had my nice little bubble even before lockdown. It was all nothing really changed in that sense, apart from all my podcasts went online instead of being in the flesh. And when I go out now, I can get get into this feeling of, nothing's changed, no one's going out, and then I take the train half an hour into London and and life is back to normal. But I can feel a bit disconnected from it because my little bubble is quite still and hasn't really changed, and then you go into town and it's just how it was before, to be completely honest with you.
2: Yeah, yeah, I mean, but I feel the same. I'm in a bubble now too. You know everything I mean uh, most of meetings and such, because you now have this availability of Zoom, you know before it was the sense of let's wait until you get to the u k in two weeks to have the meeting yeah. that we want to discuss. and now it's it's fine we can have the meeting tomorrow over Zoom. So it's all sort of shifted into this place of um, being available at all hours to touch into different countries which is a beautiful thing when you think about it because I think that we forgot that there was that sort of connection with one another instantly um but at the same time you do feel like you're consistently in a in a virtual bubble still in mm-hmm. some some aspects
1: yeah it's a, it's a strange shift but let's move into uh, feel good habit number four
2: feel good habit number four I didn't know where really I wanted to go with this. There's two things. Well, I mean, I kind of touched on it a little bit earlier, essential oils and crystals. Mm-hmm. It's a huge, 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 huge thing for me. Um, and I, I, what I say to it being a huge thing is that I think that it's the intention that I put towards a crystal and the intention that I have that allows me To be open to the healing properties that it'll give me. I think a lot of people get fearful of crystal healing or think that it's a bit of a gimmick because they're like, it's just a stone or, you know, it's how could it be helping? But it's like any sort of religion or spiritual healing. I think it's the intention that you put towards it, the belief that you have that it has. And I think for me, For so many years because I was traveling on my own and I would have a very big day ahead of me once I would land, having a crystal and having lavender essential oils before I went to bed and to put my intention to the crystal allowed me to feel like I had something walking in with me the next day to protect, secure, and allow me to feel grounded in what I wanted to achieve. And then on the next day, when I would go to set, I would always bring the crystals and in the hair and makeup chair, I would hold them. And it allowed me to feel like all that I put into that crystal last night, the intention that I wanted for today is with me here today in a place of still being free and open to whatever the world serves me, but still feeling like the intention at where I wanted it to go in a place of where I wanted my emotions to sit in line to be open for is there alongside me. So that's how I necessarily have used it. I mean, I've done also healing, you know, uh, I, I've done crystal healing where I've had, you know, 60 crystals all on top of me and a medium going under, which is awesome. And like the most amazing experience of your life. Um, Tell
1: me about but- that.
2: I mean, I did it a couple years ago. I've still been trying to find the right practitioner to do this with me here in LA, because I think sometimes you want to make sure you have the right person. And um, when I last time I had a crystal healing bath, like they call, call it, I had like 60 crystals on me. I was naked. And I mean, the energy putting I think even just 20 crystals on me the energy became so tough and so much that I was like is this normal am I supposed to be having shortness of breath you know because it I felt The weight and the power of them, and she was like, "It's all normal. This is this is how it's supposed to be. You're feeling a lot of the energy. That's then being able to shift the energy and vibration inside. And you know, the more that you put them on, the more you got relaxed. But afterwards, I felt like I was on pure ecstasy. Like I just felt like I was floating. It was a very interesting experience for myself. The the days following. I had two days where I actually got quite sick. I didn't feel well. And I called, you know, my, my healer. And I said, you know, is this, is this normal to not feel great after this? And she said, yes, because you're releasing all of your toxins, everything that, that the healing properties were doing for you are now releasing through your body. So that's okay to feel this way. Um, I I'm not a practitioner. (laughs) I don't know all the wonders about it. So I'm not going to say that I do. But from what I have experienced, I have loved. And from the relationship that I've had just with crystals in general uh, over my years, I have to say it is something in which I believe in, I trust, and I think really do um, help me feel centered in times of need.
1: Are you drawn to a particular crystal or does that change uh, over time? I would say it
2: changes,
1: but I would say quartz is probably
2: my favorite just because rose quartz is pretty much open to any intention that you're trying to look after. Um, amethyst is obviously just a great healing property just for health. But I think for me, just a rose quartz or just a clear quartz, those two are probably just the ones that I travel with the most. Um, and obviously... Cleanse my crystals is very important as well. Throughout the jobs that I do, throughout kind of the the moments in which uh,
1: they are in need during my life. Interesting. Okay. Uh, and now let's move on to uh, the fifth and final habit of yours.
2: Fifth and final. You know, I was kind of going through the end of, um, kind of you know the the evolution of a day. Right. What what would be in my day. Um, there's two things I would say in the fifth, because I want to tap on mental engagement because I think that's really important. I have the, obviously the blessing of having that through a podcast, speaking to people about their lives and really being able to connect with another person to know that you're never alone. But I think regardless, mental engagement is an important thing to have in your day-to-day lifestyle, whether that be picking up a phone with a good friend and feeling like you're being able to unload what you're thinking and you're feeling. Or having it be something where you're validating yourself in a conversation with somebody about something you're passionate about. I think that is one of the most amazing things. Sometimes we can get so consumed about having to know our purpose, yet so it's more about validating yourself in the little purposes that you have and the things that you know you are great at and you feel good speaking about. Um, And having invigorating conversations. Opinions are there for purpose. Like You want to be able to have that chat back and forth. So I just think mental engagement, validation in your life is so important. And I beautifully get that through my podcast. And I'm sure you feel the same way because I'm hearing people's inspiring stories. I'm being able to connect with them on what their struggles have been to their triumphs and kind of really going into the psyche behind it all as well. And then I would say, of course, I know know I'm I'm giving you kind of six here, but this is something so simple. But it's been something I feel has been in my routine when I know that I need it most. It's just taking a shower with intention. So showering, but being able to make sure that you're showering away the day that you've just had. So I love... I mean, I I shower pretty much twice a day, but I mean, I love showering before bed. If I've had a really hard day or I'm having a challenging moment, showering before bed and having intention while the water is washing over me and knowing that I'm washing away all that I feel this should happen today and allowing myself to then get out and unwind on purpose. Mm -hmm. So doing a skincare routine, being able to use some lavender pillow spray, using some essential oils on my wrist you know these little simple things they really do help me feel good to put myself in a place of I'm okay to now unwind unwind from work unwind from my mind and allow myself to get the rest that I need and deserve to then bring me into a new
1: day tomorrow and a new beginning Mm. I love that and I think um Previous guest on the podcast, lovely Emily Johnston, talked about having showers and actually thinking, seeing, looking at the drain. And when you see the water going down, think of the troubles or the stress just being washed away, but actually putting that visual to it, too.
2: Yeah, I mean, I I, I working from home now, um, you know, one of the things I've caught myself doing is if let's say I'm in go, go, go mode and it hits to 4 PM and I'm over there going like, Oh my God, I'm so tired. I'll get in the shower. I'll take a shower and then I'll get back to it, you know? And it's like that second shift of my day of allowing myself to Wash away all that's happened today and putting myself back into an intention of this is a new moment of the day. You're going to take the power back and find how this is going to serve you, but in a different state of relaxation. Um, Yeah, I mean, I just think it's very important. It's Mm -hmm. very important just to find time to take care of you throughout your day. And sometimes, because we're so stuck in a box, It's really being able to go into different universes. And that can be a universe of a sound bath or connecting to yourself by closing your eyes and doing a breath work or hopping into the shower again. You know, I think it's just a way for us to know that even though we are all consumed at home, we still have the power to be able to shift our emotions throughout the day in the way that we want them to be shifted.
1: What wonderful habits, Haley! I knew you wouldn't disappoint. Do you want to let listeners know where they can find you and how they can listen to your podcast? You can
2: find me on my socials, which is at H Hasselhoff, or you can listen to my podcast on your favorite podcast platforms at Redefine You, A
1: Conversation for Wellbeing. It's been such a pleasure to chat to you again. And thank you so much for sharing your feel-good habits. And um, there's some real gems in there. And I really love how you explain them. So thanks for taking the time. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to that episode of The Emma Gunn Show. I do hope you enjoyed it. I appreciate your time hugely. If you did enjoy it and you never want to miss an episode then please do hit the subscribe button wherever it is that you are streaming and downloading this episode. It's also where you get the opportunity to leave a five-star review and a rating for how you feel about the show. And I'd be so grateful if you wouldn't mind leaving one. If you want to get in touch with me, email me at thebeautypodcast at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. Or you can DM me on Instagram and Twitter, where I am at Emma Guns. If you fancy chatting to me and thousands of other fellow listeners of the podcast, then click the link to join the Facebook forum. The link to join is in the show notes, which can be found wherever it is that you are streaming and downloading this episode. You have to answer a couple of questions, but we cannot wait to see you there. Come over and join the conversation. Thank you so much for listening. I will see you on the next one.